Review in. Yeah, absolutely. We need to put the Danimal, our resident movie nerd, his movie review of the new James Bond film, which is out today called No Time to Die. It's his lock of the week. He loved it. Before we get to that, though, we we just we started talking about James Bond and then we just talked some more about James Bond. Weezer, all my favorite songs. Thank you, Weezer. Good morning, The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 7.38, and it's going to be a mostly clear day today. Maybe some cloud, but also just um, nice and maybe a little bit sunny. Are you excited for the new Bond film, Jeremy? Um, I don't know. What's the right answer? I'm supposed to say yes. <laughs> say whatever you feel is real, Jeremy. There's no right or wrong answer. Then I don't care. Okay. All right. I'm I'm excited for it. I've always been a big Bond fan, you know, uh, misogyny and racism aside, because in the old Bond films, I mean, whew, buckle up. Like it's it's a 1960s, <laughs> 70s, 80s, 90s, most of the 2000s and the early 2010s. That's how it just was. Karis. That's just how it was. But I rem- I grew up watching those older Bond films because my family didn't own a VCR. In the 80s, when I was a kid, we didn't have a VCR. Oh, so whoa. we would go to the video store and we would, sometime on the weekend, you know, we'd have a special movie weekend and we would rent the VCR and then we'd rent a few VHS tapes. And I always wanted to get a Bond film as part of it because there was action and adventure and cool international places and always a fun bad guy. And so I always loved the Bond films. So I've had this sort of thing growing up. Like, Bond, I love Bond. And Daniel Craig, such a good Bond. You know, arguably, maybe the best Bond. I did watch one of his films. Yeah? Yeah, there was Ice. Okay, are you referring to a Bond film? I think so. Okay. Uh, Does he do do other action films? Uh, There was Ice. he's, He's done. There was Ice and explosions did you watch that one that one was so good jeremy i love that one i'm glad the one time i watched the daniel craig bond film it was the good one (laughs) so for him daniel craig i mean it's this huge larger than life character and so he was he was on kimmel talking about the new bond film which is upcoming which is uh no time to die isn't that what it's called yeah that's a good name uh (laughs) it totally is um and he's talking to Kimmel about how he felt really intimidated by taking on this character initially. And he felt weird uh, even saying, you know, Bond, James Bond. He <laughs> sort of stammered. He couldn't even say that. But what he also talked about what convinced him to take on this big character and the moment that he thought, OK, I, I, I'm interested. I'm going to do this. And this is what he's describing to Kimmel. And I kind of always wanted like the, the, the shaker, not stirred. Like one of the one of the. Um great lines in Casino Royale is, um, 
you know, the guy says, I say vodka martini, he says shaking not stirred, and I say, do I look like I give a damn? <laughs> and, and, and that was the reason I did the script, because I was like, that was it. In the original script, it was, do I look like I give a and they couldn't have that. Oh, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. I, when, I was like, when I read that, I was like, I'm in. Can't have swear words. <laughs> no, exactly. But but it's cool. Like that was the cool part of Casino Royale. It was sort of he was sort of you know playing with the fact that this is a huge character. It's like, do I care? Do I care about the shake and not stirred? Like, just I'm here to solve crime and probably yeah. blow up some stuff. Drink. Just, just give me. Just bring give me, me a drink. Traffic. Make Save on Foods online shopping part of your back-to-work routine. Swing by for easy curbside pickup on the way home. Shop saveonfoods.com. Uh, a little bit later in the show today, we will have the early show's resident movie nerd, the Danimal, Mr. Dan Nichols. Uh, he's going to be talking about that new James Bond movie. I mean, everybody's talking about the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. And we'll get uh, Dan's take. Maybe he'll talk me into it. Maybe it'll be my first James Bond movie I watch beginning to end. Wow, I can't believe you haven't watched a, f- a full James Bond film. Of all of them, there are many. Yeah, 41 years old, and I've never sat down and watched one beginning to end. I've, wow. s- I've seen them. Yeah, you've seen parts. If they're but... on TV, I'll put it on and be like, yeah. cool. Then... I really, I Casino Royale. That's a good one? Really, I recommend you start there. Okay. Is that the first Daniel Craig one? Yes. Okay, maybe that's it. I'll bite it off. I'll just do Daniel Craig. Yeah. And then there are no more modern ones. Yeah, which the, ni- the 90s ones, I mean, really, like, it's the older, oh, older ones. is that Guy Pierce or whatever? Y- y- Pierce Brosnan. No, Pierce Just Brown. forget about those. Those ones are... No, they're oh, not good? Yeah, no, they're... Yeah, no, forget about those ones. The really, really old ones, The old, those, those are interesting just from sort of, like... like historical. Exactly. All right. But if you want to watch a really good one, go yeah. with Casino I think Royale. I'll need the more modern spin on James Bond anyway in order to get into it. All right, cool. I do like my, my retro vintage stuff too but yeah like you said those old ones have moments where i'll probably be like what oh they are extremely problematic (laughs) in a lot of ways there it is (laughs) (laughs) i was just trying to find uh a song but i couldn't find it right now we got a text here uh karis to 281027 we were talking about brand new james bond movies out today uh no time to die your sight Dan's going to talk about it a little bit later on the show, our resident movie nerd. He'll give his take. Maybe he'll sell me on it. Maybe I'll go watch it too. Uh, and then you said, hey, if you're going to start watching James Bond movies, start with Casino Royale, the first Daniel Craig um, James Bond film. Yes. So we got a text here to 281027 from Drew who says, you guys, there are two Casino Royale movies. So be careful. Be careful. Now, I'm not a big Bond guy, but I'm a big random nerd trivia guy. And I know about the first Casino Royale because it's not an official Bond movie. It was an origin story they put out just before the fifth official Bond film. Stars Peter Sellers. And it's a, a comedy. It's a spoof. Really? It was very successful at the time. I don't I don't think I remember hearing about yeah, that. Yes, so I do remember that. I'm like, oh, now that's a Bond film I might want to watch. <laughs> now, so, and would that be in the six, 67, 60s? 67, I think. Okay. Let me see. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Canada turns 100 years old in Casino Royales in theaters. <laughs> wow. Okay. Peter Sellers, and they said, you know, it made some money, 40 million bucks at the time. That's decent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Burt Baccarat's musical score was praised. Earning an Academy Award nomination for The Look of Love. Oh, my God. Oh, I remember. That's the the jam. That's the jam. Love, love. I think I can find that. Where is that? The Look of Love. Burp back. So, that's the song from that movie? Can't disguise. This might be it here. I don't know. Is it? It's... 
It's a killer song. No, this is what the world needs. Is oh, yeah, okay. The, oh, here we go. The look of love. <laughs> you know that little, like... Oh, my God, yeah. Sound? Oh, yeah. Like, I think I'm like I'm in Acapulco right now. Oh. I'm wearing, like, a terry towel jumpsuit. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, and I'm lounging in the sun, and I have really big sunglasses on. We are smoking in an airplane. We all, oh, and I'm inhaling <laughs> not only my own cigarette smoke, but, but other else's. people's yes. as well. Yes. Oh, I've made a very not tasteful comment, but you laugh oh, because I you got to. Yeah, because I just, what else am I going to do? I'm a woman. Ha <laughs> <laughs> That was racist and sexist. <laughs> And this is the soundtrack. Oh, I'm feeling this vibe. God, I want to party so bad now. All right, you guys, still to come on the show, we got to play Scruffy's Money Mountain. That's coming up soon, right? There we go. We'll yep, say after, soon. after the big three. After The Look of Love by Burt Bacharach. <laughs> Keep it up. So you also are a Casino Royale fan. <laughs> Oh, I'm a I'm a James Bond, uh, problematic or not problematic fan. You know, try try and weed out all that stuff, and you know there are parts in there that I, you know, I I like. Lisa, oh, since we God. got you on the phone, I do need to make a correction. I said it was Peter Sellers oh. was Bond, but it was David Niven in Casino Royale. It's David Niven is Bond, absolutely. Uh, I said, absolutely. said on the radio. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh, God, but the nerd trivia, keep it up. I'm in, I'm in. Excellent. All right, thank you, Lisa. Thanks, guys. Have a good morning. You too. Oh, and this is a great soundtrack for for all the traffic stuff that I'm going to tell you about. (laughs) The Early Show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. Hey, it's the early show with Karis and Jeremy, 929 on your Friday morning. No rain expected today, just a lot more of this. And maybe we'll even get a little bit more sunshine, depending on where you are. That would be cool. There's a park in Maple Ridge that has some very new playground equipment. And I don't know if you've seen the photos online, uh, but these the there's there's some new slides at the at this park. The park is uh, what it's Fletcher Park in Maple Ridge. And uh, you the, sound nervous talking right now. You're like, well, oh, well, it's a it's a it's a slide. It's a it's well. A park. <laughs> and it's a sex it, educational park. It's a sex educational park, although that's not the aim <laughs> of this new playground equipment. Um, it's for a Seth Rogen, apparently, according to Daily Hive, they did some digging and they found that Seth Rogen is a producer for an R-rated film that was shot in this park. And so as part of the film, they changed the playground equipment to be Uh, very sexual in nature. Like there's like a sand pit that is the shape of a breast with a big nipple on top, big breast poking out of the ground in the sand pit. And then there is a slide that is, it's bright red and it's like a... It's a P and the V. It's That is exactly what it is. And the V is the top of the slide and then the P angles down and, Good angle. That's hitting the spot. Totally. And you just shoot right out the bottom end of the pee. <laughs> and I was looking at these pictures actually last night, and my 10-year-old was looking over my shoulder at the picture of the yeah, slide. Yeah. And he said, "What are, are, Mom, are those lips? 
Yes. And I said, well, yes, actually. <laughs> yes, they are. Those are lips. It's a new park. And you want to <laughs> check it out? So I, I, they're not going to keep the park like this, I'm sure. You know, production has wrapped on this film. But what are they going to do with the slide? I mean, maybe they should keep the slide. Yeah, where is the petition to keep this movie set permanent? Because, yeah, that's, this thing would be like a tourist uh, mecca. People would drive to me and just go to this park. It looks like a very well-built slide. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it would last for years if you were to leave it there. And you're right. I think people would travel from far and wide if you build it, Jeremy. <laughs> they will come. What? What? Stop, Karis. The Early Show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. I love that your kid was like, Oh, uh, Mom, that slide is peculiar. Those lips. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, my yes. 10-year-old Oscar, those are lips. But they're not the mouth lips. <laughs> they are the lips of the vulva. <laughs> this is what I think this slide, because we got a tweet, actually, in response to the, this picture that uh, we posted of the slide, saying that, you know, there were some parents in Maple Ridge that were really upset about this. But I think it's an opportunity to teach the children. It's Sex Education Park. Exactly. It is Sex Education Park. And you could actually have a chat about the vulva and the various parts. And then, you know, you've got the, the penis going in there. And, you know, you just talk you, about that these are the testicles. Like You it's make a, sure you ask for your turn to go down the slide. Exactly. As and you always would, no matter what the slide looks like, whether it's an elephant trunk or... These uh, are life lessons. You know, it really is. So, it really is. I, and, I mean, we touched on it in the break. People will travel to this. Like, I mean, it will be novel. People will go there to take their Instagram picture. People all over the lower mainland will pick a Saturday to go to Maple Ridge. Like, that's good. I think this, you know, is set up a little corner store. I think they get a lot of business, t-shirts. Like, I think people are missing out on an opportunity Sex here. toys, dildos. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities. <laughs> There's a lot of opportunities. So many opportunities. Uh, so right. speaking of my 10-year-old. <laughs> speaking of children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, uh, well, he's nine today, but he will be 10 tomorrow. Oscar, my firstborn child. Uh, really incredible that it's been 10 years since he was born, and it feels like just yesterday that he was a brand new baby. Uh, Thanksgiving long weekends right in front of us. Birthdays on the horizon as well. Holy moly. Uh, we just heard Boy Golden doing Katie and Lunch Meat. You're listening to 1027 The Peak. Good morning, Seriously Show. Karis, you got Thanksgiving and then I think Kid's Birthday. Yeah. Wild. Yes, it is my Thanksgiving turkey birthday boy weekend. I gave birth to a turkey on Thanksgiving <laughs> 10 years ago. And he was a, he was a giant baby that I gave birth to. He was cooking inside for some time. He's chonky boy. He was a chonky child when he came out. He came out looking like he was two months old. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. No, he was like obscenely <laughs> Smoking large. a cigarette. Yes. He's just like, hey, what's on TV? <laughs> yeah, that, that was him. And and it's wild now because he's he's turning double digits. Wow. He's going to be 10. Tween. Oscar, he's going to be 10. Tween guy uh, tomorrow. And it's crazy thinking about how giving birth to him 10 years ago felt like yesterday. And now all of a sudden it's a decade ago. And looking through pictures of, you know, me being pregnant and having him as a little baby, 
I can actually really now, 10 years on, really, really appreciate how cute he was because at the time I was just surviving. I was not thriving as a brand new mom. I was just treading water. I actually, as a brand new mom, I felt like someone had tied a cement block to my ankle and chucked me in the deep end of a pool. It's like tread water. And then it's like, okay, now you have to get to the surface and you need to live. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's easy. Not at all. But that's how it felt like as being a new mom. So I'm just, I'm just staying at the surface barely. Like that's how I'm living. And so here you have this brand new cute baby, but I couldn't really appreciate it the way I can. And now, and now I'm looking at these pictures of him as his tiny, and he's like learning how to say words, and he's like, <laughs> and it's so adorable. And so I was sitting there, like looking at these pictures yesterday. I was actually crying at one point. I was um, like, oh my god, you're so adorable. I mean, he's cute now too. Don't get me wrong. I love him as a ten year old, but it was a very, it was a really cool moment to be like, oh, now I can really appreciate this. The early show later with Karis and Jeremy. Yeah, I like that very real, you know, conversation. You're just like, man, when I had a kid, it was hard. And it is hard. It's yeah. always hard. It's never not hard. But uh, but you're making a cake tomorrow. Yeah, I'm making or a cake. Or tonight. Today. Yeah, no, tonight I'm going to make a cake. I got to get the ingredients. I got to make a cake for him for his birthday tomorrow. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, I mean, parenting, it's never easy. But when they're babies, there's a certain certain kind of intenseness to getting just through every day. Getting through every day is very challenging in a way that generally, once they get older, that goes away to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, you know, my wife and I were, I guess, early, like, you know, we weren't on MTV Teen Mom, but for most modern people, we had our first fairly early. So I'm like veteran dad to all my buds, you know, when they're having a kid and they're like, yep. Jeremy, what's it like? How do you do it? I'm like, well, it's going to be really hard on your wife, no matter how mentally strong you think she is. Uh, and number two, uh, the first one's a quantum leap. It's a quantum leap. The first one is a quantum leap. Yep. Like they're just, I'm like, I could tell you whatever you want to hear or not hear. But that is a you fact. You don't know until it happens. Yeah. And it will, it will be way more dramatic than, like, I'm saying this to you now, and it will be more dramatic to you than what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, like. And and then the other thing that is true is that when you're in that early stage and you're just trying to get through every day, and then older parents will say to you, oh, enjoy this oh, moment. They do. I remember enjoy them saying it. that all the time. This is the best time. And when you're the parent in that situation, you think, uh, at least this is what I thought. Like, I'm sorry, this is the best time. Please explain to me how this is the best time because I don't even know how I'm going to get to my next meal and how, if I'm going to even survive to tomorrow. So I don't get how this is the best time. But really what they mean is later, once you get past the, you know, the survival from day to day, it really, you know, kids are magical. They're a magical experience. And I, I think... W- Maybe what they're trying to say, I can't speak for the old timers because that is a cliche that happened. It happened to us all that every time we're out, they're just like, oh, my God, cherish this moment. It goes by so fast. And I remember in the moment being like, cherish me, like running after, like screaming at my child in the grocery store. who's just like yeah. pulled $80 worth of produce off the shelves that I'm going to have to like apologize for to a manager. I'm somehow supposed to cherish this yeah. moment. I don't understand that. And also it goes by so fast. Like, can I get to that part? Yeah, How do yeah. I fast I'm forward like, through get, this hellscape? Get by so fast. Each day is the longest day of my life. And yes. then it's like Groundhog Day. It happens again. Yeah. Um, 
But I feel like what they're maybe trying to mean, and now I understand with time, as you know, my kids like yours are now starting to, to turn the corner and get a bit older, is that there are magical moments in that time and it is hard to embrace them. And it's almost like try, try to, because they, like you see, it's every day felt like the longest and then they're 10. Yeah, and then all of a sudden- <laughs> And that is 10. real and I'm like, oh, old man, you were right. <laughs> In the Darn produce you. section, you are. <laughs> but that's why I we cursed them at the time. Uh, oh, oh, as I did too. But that's what's so great about the photos and the videos. Because yes. when you're in that, well, I think that's what you need to do. If you're in that moment, take the photos, take the videos, keep them, because then a decade from now, that's when you can really look back and so appreciate how adorable they were. Do you find? And I guess you did because you you. And you talked about it in the break. You know, you were like, you know, teary-eyed yes. looking at these pictures. Um, is it funny or interesting in that you could look at these pictures and re- you know, you know what the time was at the time, and you, and you talked about that. It was it was hard, and now you're looking at these pictures and you're like, oh, he was really cute. Does it recontextualize? You're like, oh, that was a fun time. Do you ever look at those pictures and we're like, oh, that was an adorable moment, or that was, you know, like, have you almost? told a new narrative for that same picture? Good question. I think what I've been able to do is really emotionally tap into the the magic and wonder of him as a baby yes. on like a really deep emotional level that at the time I was not able to access because I was I was just surface living and I, and Theoretically, I could look at him and be like, oh, you're cute. But that moment for me in the time lasted a split second. Yeah. And then I was on to like, oh, my God, you're also going to fall off and die. Or also, you know, why have you shoved a straw up your nose? Now you're bleeding and I have to fix this problem. And I'm anxious about you hurting yourself. And what do I do yeah. now? You know, whatever it may and be. And after all that, you went, when was the last time I washed my hair? Yes, exactly. When was the last time I had eight, eight seconds for myself? Like, I yeah. can't even remember. So now I'm it's like that. That's why I got so emotional looking at these pictures. It's because it was almost like, in a way, I was seeing him, really seeing him in that just so magical, adorable stage for the first time in a way. You know, like just really being able to appreciate that. And did you do that at night kind of thing? Like last last night kind of thing? No, it was like, yes, I was in the afternoon. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, like where you by yourself and you're just plucking through. Yes. And these emotions kind of hit you where yes. you're like, Holy shit, my kid's 10. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a cute baby. Why didn't anyone tell me at the time? (laughs) Well, lots of people did. They tell you. They tell you. And I agreed. And I was like, yes, of course he's cute. But, like, also, I, you know, like, I'm super depressed. So I can't really appreciate how cute he is because I feel like a piece of garbage. Did you ever at the time, um, like, consider drugs or something for... No, I don't mean no. drugs. Like, oh, I'm going to fucking do cocaine. No, I no, mean, no, like, like antidepressants. Uh, antidepressants at the time. No, I didn't. I think partly because I think early on I probably didn't realize that I was depressed. Yeah, I think that's probably you know it's common. just everything was and hard. People tell you you're going to be depressed. Yeah, and people tell you too that having a baby is hard, and right? You're and so have you're like, okay, well, it's hard. And and I don't know if I really would have needed antidepressants because I I wasn't, uh, you know, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't feel like I was. I, it was just it was just hard. So I don't know where the line is between this is really hard and I should maybe seek out medication to help me with this. Yeah. And I'm I, not sure where that is. I never got to the point where I felt like I needed to look for that. But it makes total sense to me why many women would. 
Yeah, and I guess, like you said, people tell you it's hard, so you're like, okay, it's hard. Yeah. So, so is it harder for me? Than, you know, then you get into that whole, like, well, it's harder for someone else, or is it, why is it extra hard for me and not all these other moms and, and parents, right? Yeah, so that's interesting. exactly. I, you know, I don't want to get too much into my wife's own story, but I do remember her sometimes battling that because she was like, you know, do the side effects of the drugs make it worse? That's exactly it, because then drugs have side effects. Yeah. They all do. And do those side effects take away from what little positives she had going on? And yes, she exactly. And she away that. Yeah, totally, she had because she had been on those types of drugs earlier in her life. And in there were moments when he was a little baby that I could appreciate it, but they were they were so fleeting mm-hmm. um, that you know, and obviously I was having those moments when I took pictures, when I took videos. I was like, oh, my God, you're, you're so cute, yeah, yeah. you know, and like capture, hold on to this. And maybe I was doing it, you know, unknowingly that so later in my life I could look back at all of these photos and videos and really treasure them yeah. and really treasure who he was in that time. I, I, I would say just, you know, in the short time that I've known you that um, definitely you are older kid parent. Is oh, the yeah. yeah. Because like oh, now yeah. with your kids being, you know, almost 10 and I guess almost eight or maybe recently eight um, is like you are parkour. You are riding bikes. You are making campfires. You are swimming in the creek. Like yes. you are that mom. I'm playing baseball. You are in not the park. like, oh, I dress my kids up in adorable outfits and take pictures of them. No. And go around in my pram. No. You are not that mom. I'm no, I'm not that mom. And I knew that going in that I wasn't that mom. Although I think naively I thought maybe I would become that mom. Yeah. I thought maybe like once I had babies I'd start liking babies and like liking being around them more. Yeah. No. No. Like I mean not like I don't like babies, but you know, I would just that's not that's not my the, my strengths do not lie in the having the patience and to to you know raise babies like it's so hard and I want to do all the fun stuff yeah, and yeah, like babies yeah I want to party and I want to like play in the park and babies don't do fun stuff yeah babies don't do fun stuff they really don't I remember with my first anyway we che- I mean I treated my baby like a like an accessory. You know, yeah. To throw the bag over the shoulder, put the baby in it, and then be like, I'm off to the concert, throw a little, you know, the earmuffs on the baby. I was like, ain't slowing me down none. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, but that was trying so hard to, you know, like, I'm not going to let a baby stop me from being cool guy. And uh, I remember getting chewed out, though, sometimes by older parents, too. Like, you're going to hurt your baby's hearing or something. I was at, like, a jazz bar. Yeah. Me and my wife and, like, some couples, like, we thought they were coming over for the, you know, when you have the new baby. Yeah, like, like, oh, cute baby. baby. And so the old couple, and, you know, you could tell when you're out somewhere publicly and then the two, you know, uh, senior specialists see you. And then yeah. like, and then they see the baby. And because normally they're super psyched on the baby. So we're like, oh, and these two are coming over to, you know, say how cute the baby is. And then all they did was lecture me and my wife. <laughs> then they left and we're like did that just happen oh that sounds like fun and we were in like a, like oh, what was the bar called it was in Victoria on like on the tourist strip there um, Belleville or something I think it was called the Superior or something it was like a at that time it was like a jazz it wasn't loud music it was like our daughter was like you know at that age where you could just put them in the bucket and they slept Yes. You know, it's like that first few months. Yeah, just the so first few months. So we wanted to meet with our friends and just go out. And me and, my, you know, me and my wife were quite young. So we were like, we're still going to go out for drinks. The baby cup, don't worry, it's just going to sleep. And she did. Yeah. She just, I'm sure she jazz did. Jazz music was fine. And then, yeah, 
terrible parents and you're out and you're going to damage the ear. We were just like, well, thank you, uh, Beth and Gerald, for your <laughs> fucking take. You know, like, whew. and then they left. But my wife was like, I was like, no, we're, you know. Don't no, just like, but take it's a deep breath. You got strangers chirping on you. No, that no sucks. That anyway, sucks. we better call it a podcast. We should. We really should. Uh, but, of course, if you have a story you want to share, you have a take, you can always, you know, tweet at Karis if you want to share your take or tweet at me. It's uh, at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, hog, H-O-G-G. Uh, I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. Um, or, you know, we're going to be off for a few days. We'll be back on Wednesday yep. next week. So, I mean, you can always reach out that way as well. If you That's want to right. Um, all right, we'll do this again on Wednesday. Bye. Have a great weekend. Oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, see Bye. ya. Bye. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.